This is Inside the Wolf's Den, an entrepreneurial journey with Sean and Joni Wolfswinkle. Welcome back to Inside the Wolf's Den with your hosts, Sean and Joni Wolfswinkle. Today we have a guest with us, Mr. Roshan Shaw. How are you, Roshan? Good, good, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us inside the Wolf's Den today. And so just a brief bio. So Roshan is the founder of Home Offer Solutions. He has a background in healthcare operations and management. He received his MBA with a focus on entrepreneurship in 2019. He quit his high-paying corporate job in 2022, so just about a year ago. His skills and passions are in creating systems and processes and giving back to those on the same path and sharing as much as he can about what he knows and what he has learned in the short time he has been doing this. He was able to do 470k thousand in revenue in his first 12 months full-time, and he attributes that to others who have given back and poured their knowledge into him. He is also a husband and father of two boys. So again, thanks so much for joining us today. I think there's a lot that you can relate to our listeners today because some are actually looking at maybe, you know, going into entrepreneurship themselves, getting out of their corporate jobs. And I think you can provide a lot of value there. So just why don't you give us a little background on yourself? How did this all get started? What kind of, you know, picked your interest in this? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I've like, I've had about, um, I'd say like three careers and uh, I'm about, I'm 35. So I've, I've kind of, um, I started very clinical heavy in healthcare. Um, so I spent a lot of time in the operating room. I was a, a neurophysiologist. Um, so I was doing a lot of stuff on the clinical side. I realized, is this what I want? Uh, so let me, let me take a quick step back before yeah. that. I grew up in a family of businesses. So I was around business growing up for a really long time. And everything that I saw from my parents' business was stuff that pulled me away from it saying, this is not what I want <laughs> to be my life. So I, I kind of took the exact opposite route, went into healthcare. And as I kind of went through that, that process, I realized, man, this is, this is this life, this, this trajectory of life where I'm going for in, in the corporate world. Uh, is this, is this where I, is this how I want to continue the rest of my life? And so I then transitioned to management. Um, so I was in, a, in, in corporate management um, in operations for about five years. Um, had a really healthy track record, um, helped grow a, a company from like 700,000 to about 20 million in about four years. Mm. Um, and I looked at what was next and next was more people under me, more management, more responsibilities, more <laughs> being tied to the computer yeah. uh, and really just not getting away from that ever. And um, the pay was great. And I think that's what held me to that for so long. Um, but I think the more I looked at what I wanted, where I wanted to spend my time. Um, I, I needed, I figured out I needed to just, I needed to find a way to be able to transition out of it. And so I um, kind of just started how everybody does. You know, I, I got into a few flips mm-hmm. uh, working the the corporate job and I do them on the side and I'd sneak out in between meetings. Um, I'd go after work. Um, I'd be at like, you know, looking at flips, like in between meetings and <laughs> Um, and that's kind of how, that's kind of how it, how it progressed. And I was kind of doing a lot of it on the side, um, until I found it was time to officially make the jump. Yeah. So when did you find that time and how, or how did you find that moment in time to say, okay, like now it's time for me to go on and do my own thing. Yeah. A lot of it was, I think a lot of it's support, right? Um, I think so much of it came. So I have, I have a wife and two kids, uh, like I had mentioned earlier, uh, we didn't have any kids when I transitioned over. Um, or I, we had one kid when I transitioned over, uh, but as leading up to it, um, like I was just a slave to my job. Mm. And I think 
as we as we kind of un- looked at like as we have kids as we grow our family um what do we got to do to be able to put energy and focus on the things that really matter and mm-hmm. for me it was it was just having the time freedom it was having the time freedom and the ability to um to spend it with the family as we needed to um so the the main impact the main thing obviously savings right like we needed to make sure we had enough of a a cushion yeah. um yeah to to be able to be a year two years out um in the event that you know non w2 uh, income was like i that that was unheard of for me i was never in a sales role um so for my whole career i always had a a paycheck that was always coming in mm-hmm. um and so that was the hardest will to a pill to swallow um to try to understand how can we get away from that but i think I honestly think it came in reps, right? Like doing it a little at a time and understanding that, okay, like we could, you could make X amount in, uh, in, a, in a few projects that you're doing or in a few flips and how can you scale that and how can you make it into a repeatable process that um, we, could, we could either do one, two or five of these a year that's going to then replace my income. And so that was kind of like, those were kind of the first mm. steps that we took as we really looked at like, what, what is this, what do we need to do in order to materialize this transition over? And I think that was a little bit of proof of concept. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. can, mm-hmm. can we do it? <laughs> and if I can do it, can I do it again? Yeah. And I think as soon as we did it a few times, the, the, the confidence kind of started to, to creep in a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Is that, would you say that the, I, I liked how you said that, um, what was the word you use? Uh, but like, you know, you got a little bit of confidence by doing a couple and proving concept. Mm-hmm. Is that how you got really over the fear of, because I think a lot of people are, are fearful. Um, Taking that first step. Yeah, and mm-hmm. just if it doesn't work out, you know, all those questions that, you know, pop into your head. But uh, was it just that while you had the W-2 income and stability, okay, let me prove this and I can do it just now. Let's just grow it a little bit because I'll, I'll have full time into this. Is mm-hmm. that kind of how you, th- mindset wise, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think if I, and I didn't run the full numbers on it, but I wish I did. Maybe I'll do it one day. But if I looked at how much money I spent because I was part-time on the real estate business um, and had I looked at, if I put my full energy into what I put in part-time, if that makes sense, uh-huh. I would have made so much more money. But I think it was because I was half in, half out. Like mm-hmm. you can't do that. Yeah. There's no way you can, be, you got to find a way to, and to me it was, I didn't believe in myself and I didn't believe in it. And so like, I, I, obviously I was doing well in my corporate job because my energy was there. That's what I trusted. That's what I knew. That's in my head. I was telling myself, this is what I'm good at. And this is what I could do. And I was doubting my confidence on the real estate side of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think at some point I needed to believe my, believe in myself and believe in my capabilities that if I'm going to put in eight, 10, 15 hours into someone else's dream. I, I know I can do that for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the mistake that is often made is you, people jump into that without really weighing mm-hmm. the risk. And I think, you know, everyone says, yeah, quit your job and do it and put your, you know, put everything out there. But I think the reality of it is that, hey, you, you still need to know that you can do it and you still got to have a game plan. But once you do transition out, you, you, the amount of time and energy that you can have to put into your own business, you have a whole day. Yeah. Like, there's so many things you can do in a whole day, <laughs> a whole week. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, it's mind blowing. Right. And so yeah. I think that was the reality for me. It's like, I, the amount of energy I put into this corporate job, if I can just take that and transition that into myself, there's just, there's no way that we would fail. Yeah. yeah that's, that's good. That's great. And I, I like that you put that in. Cause I do think some people don't 
jump in without every all the their ducks. It, not everything's going to be perfect. There's never a perfect right. situation. But uh, like you didn't when you started having kids, you know, it probably wasn't the perfect time. But it was oh. it was yeah. But you and you learn along the way. But the uh, yeah, because Joni and I get asked that a lot because we were when we started our you know it's been twenty three mm-hmm. years that we've been at this. But the you know, we were young. We didn't have very many assets at all at that time or none. We and didn't then, have a plan B. <laughs> and, uh, but we also awesome. didn't have kids or nothing right. else. So, like, you know, we could afford to take a lot of risks because mm-hmm. we came crashing down. Like, you yeah. know, it wasn't going to affect a lot of people. So, and it, and it worked out. But, uh, you know, we get asked a lot by, you know, people that are, you know, more more further into their careers or have children. It's like, it's a little, you know, I can't tell somebody to be that take that much risk as we did in the beginning because yeah. you know they have they have responsibilities mm-hmm. but i like mm-hmm. how you said that and at least we've always said recommended at least a couple years worth of income and savings just to because it's going to take a while to get to get it stable and performing yeah so. you talked a little bit about you know the support system that you had i'm assuming with your yes. your wife as well right because these are Absolutely. big moves that you're making and, and uncomfortable that it can definitely be uncomfortable for the women right oh, to, yeah. for the spouses to you know have to go through this and endure and in, in, in what ifs right oh. and so why don't you touch on that a little bit on the support side oh man i mean it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it like it's you can't do it without that, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, the, the stuff that I put my wife through going through this transition, it's it's just unbelievable because, you know, the um, I, I think if, if, if anyone that's gone through this journey or going through it, you could be, you could have stress from certain parts of your life, from a job, but financial stress hits different sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And I think that, um, you know, you, as, ha- you know, taking that, that leap, um, the support that the, the support and faith that they have in you um, is also more pressure, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I think that her support was, I mean, she knew um, how driven it was. She knew how much I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knew how much it, she knew how, how, how crazy it drove me um, being stuck in those golden handcuffs. <laughs> um, and she also knew how, uh, how passionate I was, right? And I think um, that was a huge part of it, right? Having her support and her pushing me like, just do it. You got it. You got this figured out. You know what you want to do. Yeah. Um, and we talked about, you know, the changes that it could take and the timeline and the progression and what it would look like. And, um, and then I think the second thing with parents, right? Like we, you know, traditional Indian, Indian, Indian family household, um, it's, you know, you stick to your W2 and you stick to the things that, that work. And, um, but, uh, uh, surprisingly, you know, the pair the support from my parents was great. They're like, Hey, you only got one kid do it now. Like you're going to be fine. If, if it doesn't work out, like you got an MBA, you're going to, you're going to be able to find a job. You're going to find something. So take the leap. Cause the last thing you want to do is the what ifs, right? Like right. in five, 10 years when the responsibilities are even higher, mm-hmm. um, and the kids are older, we have a bigger family. Um, taking that leap then is going to be even harder. And so it, it was really cool to kind of see, um, you know, I, I, I personally don't think I would have been able to do it without the support of them because you know, that's the stuff that's important to us. And I think if, if we have the support of our family and we're doing stuff to, to bring them into our lives and Mm -hmm. that's why we do this, right? Like we don't do it. We don't, we do this for the time freedom to be with our family. Um, and the money's a a byproduct to it, in my opinion. Um, but I would, I would all day make less and have the, the, the freedom to do what I want to do and who I want to do it with. So that's awesome. Yeah. To touch on that more, cause it, uh, Becoming an entrepreneur, there's always a strong why, mm-hmm. you know, that, that I think it's initiated from to take the risk and um, endure what we had to endure sometimes as yes. an entrepreneur. But uh, d- what was your why 
for, it, obviously, you, you touched on a lot of it already, but time, time with family, you know, um, getting out of, if you're going to put that much time into somebody else's business, why don't you put it mm-hmm. into yourself? So, mm-hmm. But just what was your personal wise to, to grow your I business? Mean, yeah, I think, I honestly think it was, um, like I said, we grew up in a family of businesses and our parents were first generation here. So the stuff that they went through was stuff that they had to go through because, you know, they were, they were putting their life together from scratch, right? Stuff that they didn't have the privileges that we have now. Um, and they set that up for us. And I think um, as you kind of look back, like, okay, well, we have, we have a choice, we have options, we have things that we can do. And one of the things that they always regretted was the ability, the, the amount of time that they were able to spend with us. And so that's always something that kind of stood out to me is that I, I want to be available as the kids get older. I want to be involved. I want to, you know, do the, the, you know, the pickups and drop-offs and Yay. I want to do, you know, go to the games and mm-hmm. do all the things that, um, those are the things that are important to me. So how can I build a foundation now um, to allow me to be in that place? Because I think, you know, y'all said you've been in this for 20 years, like, mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes longer than you think it does, right? Oh, like it's not- a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I've I've listened to y'all's yeah. uh, podcast, and I've listened to some of the stuff, that you, and, and I've heard y'all's journey, and you know, you guys, how you started, and it takes time. And I think that's something that we often undercut mm-hmm. um, with. Absolutely. Sometimes going to take longer, and that that you know we're we're currently rebuilding our whole team. Um, and we're only into it a year, but like, yeah. that's just how it goes. <laughs> yep. yeah. And you'll probably have to rebuild it at some point. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, that's, that's honestly, you know, obviously, uh, we're big in faith as well. And that was the other thing. It's like, how can we, I, I think at some point, um, when you're running, uh, when, when I was doing the corporate and doing this on the side, the place that I struggled with the most was capacity, like mental mm-hmm. capacity. Mm-hmm. I just, you just don't have the capacity to think and do things that you want to do because mm. during time you're in meetings and you're getting your corporate stuff done and then the evenings you're trying to get your team together and and that's it like there's yeah. just so much more you can think about mm-hmm. and for me it was like i need to clear up some of that mental capacity to focus on the stuff that's important and that's family and faith and mm-hmm. the the people around us and i think that's what that's been the really cool shift is i can actually have time to think about the things that are important to me um and and find a way to you know again by no means am I like even a percent of the place that I want to be, but it's cool at least having the capacity to kind of work my way towards it, which I feel like I never had for the past, you know, 10 years or so. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think like we mentioned earlier, there's a lot of listeners right now that are listening that, you know, are thinking about starting their own business, want to take that leap of faith and, and really maybe just, maybe might have fear, you know, something's holding them back. Like what advice would you give them if they're just starting out? I would say, I would say consistency and reps, like practice, practice what you want to do Mm -hmm. and just get more reps. And like in the real estate world, it's, what is it? Like comps? Just run a thousand comps and like keep keep understanding what it is that you like what it is that you're wanting to get or what it you know what 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 type of deal you're wanting and just keep going after them and there's thousands of deals to underwrite and just get better and better at it um until you until you're able to see some traction or you're able to kind of see the fruition of what you're trying to get to mm-hmm. um but I, I think it's just that. I think it's just consistency. I think we um, we have an instant gratification mm-hmm. mindset, um, and and like I think we said a, a bunch of times yeah. that 
just takes longer than we think it's going to yeah. take. Uh, and, and I think if we start now, like, you know, it, it'll, it'll come, it'll come with time, but we just have to, we just have to commit to it and, and want it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Con- consistency wins every time. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I love Absolutely. that was the word I was looking for reps. I like how you, how mm-hmm. you put that reps. Cause I, I always relate things to sports and you think about all the great performance it's like they just took they they took a lot of reps you know practicing and the final four you look some of the best shooters are our son's playing aau and i've been trying to work on his shot and like we've been looking at like coaches and stuff like that and it's like they want him to shoot like a thousand to two thousand shots a week you know just it's just those reps you know so when it comes to game yep. time it's just whole another level but anyway yeah i love how you said that oh, that's beautiful um, i love that the uh, but this, along those similar lines, what Joni asked, but uh, if you could go back and, and speak to the early version of yourself in your early twenties, what advice would you give yourself now looking back? Oh man, um, would you have jumped early shipped earlier? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think my, I think you get, I think it's just understanding. I think I think what I would have done differently is, I think we get so. Um, I think we get so tunnel vision into what um, is the right career path oftentimes mm-hmm. um, that you, you kind of don't, you don't expand your horizons as to what, it, what could be outside of that. Um, so I think had I, had I opened my eyes a little bit earlier, I think I would have, I think I would reach out and understand other industries a little bit more. Mm. Um, and I think I would, find, you know, I, I know we, I know everybody talks about mentors and everybody talks about finding the, that person that's doing something that you see yourself, um, you, you kind of, you see how you see yourself in the, in that situation or in that business or in that, um, industry, I think it's reaching out. I think it's understanding what is that, what, what does it take to get there? What does it take for me to do this? And mm-hmm. I think it's like, I think if I had to bring it home. I think I would say, and I know it's super cliche because everybody says it, but I think the amount of people that have impacted me with what they've shared and what they've poured into me and um, how they've shaped how I've done things, um, I think it's find a mentor. And I think the word, I don't like using the word mentor because it sounds so cliche because I think it's overused so much, mm-hmm. but I really think it's someone that you can, um, I think if you break down like the the true idea of um, what that role is and what that person is to you. It's someone that you can, um, that you, you believe in beyond just the level of a, a transaction, right. right? Like it's, it's not a, here's a dollar amount and mm-hmm. teach me what you, it's, it's someone that can understand you as a person and that you understand them as a person and that can help shape what you want to do, whether that's spiritually, financially, um, so whatever, whatever that might be. But I think it's identifying that and having, either a person or a group of people that can help get you there. Um, and I think, um, I, I think I did that a little bit later than I wish I would have. <laughs> um, but, I, but I think that to me, I think that's one, one of the places that I would take it back to is, um, just get out there, talk to people, understand what mm-hmm. people are doing and explore, explore what else is out there because, um, it's easy to, you know, I, there's so many people that study something and you don't end up doing that and that's okay. Right. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's totally okay. Um, but yeah, I guess that's what I would say. That's awesome. great. So what is your next, uh, what are you looking to accomplish in the next five to 10 years? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, 
So we started off, um, you know, we started off on the wholesaling side of things. Um, and we're still, we still do that, um, in this market. Um, it's a little bit challenging, but it still works. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, flip, we fit, fix and flip, uh, there's a lot of the stuff that we get that comes our way. Um, one of the things that we're heavily getting into is a lot more, um, on our finance. We're doing a lot more notes. Um, and that's really kind of the goal for the next few years. Um, to really establish again, establish the foundations mm-hmm. of where we, you know, just kind of set the set the foundation of where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say five to ten years from now, um, we're the 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 goal is to be in a place where we're, um, I guess, financially to be in a place where we're no longer um, the the doers in the company. And I think we're currently the 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 how, not the who's, so to speak, uh-huh. in terms of like what our where our business is at. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, continuing to build our business in a way that we can have the right people and the right team in place um, and truly treat it like a business. And I think sometimes it's easy as entrepreneurs to um, uh, do everything ourselves. And so I think our that's the trajectory. I think, you know, five, five years, ideally, we're at a place where we're um, where we're not running the business ourselves mm-hmm. and we have the team in place, um, hopefully sooner. Um, but that's, that's kind of where we're are in that way. My time and energy could then be either building something else, um, and, and kind of starting the process over wherever else that might be, but that's really kind of just establish the current business that's in place. That's great. Awesome. Well, Rashawn, it's uh, it's kind of, it's really cool to kind of see where you're headed and what your vision is. Um, are there any, current books that you're reading that you would like to share with our group? Yeah. I mean, I kind of said it right now. Who, not how is I absolutely, I mean, it kind of challenges, um, challenges everything that I do on a day to day. Um, and I think it's in a really good, um, that's a lot of our team transition that we're going through is coming from that. But, um, you know, we can't, we naturally tend to want to be the ones that, um, do everything ourselves, but I think it's super important to either hire or find the expert in, um, in that and, and give them the impact filter to figure out what it is that you want to do. And so, um, that's, that's been a really, really good book for the business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, this, this has been awesome. We, uh, appreciate you taking the time to do this. Uh, is there, uh, are you on any social media and how can people, if they want to get in touch with you or reach out to you and what market are you in uh, specifically, but uh, how can people touch base with you and get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I believe Instagram would be the easiest. I don't even know what my tag is to be honest. I think it's just Shaw <laughs> wrote, I think it's just Shaw Roshan. So okay. just last name. Yeah. Last name, first name. Okay. I don't think that, yeah, no numbers or anything. So that should Shaw, Shaw Roshan. I live in Austin, but our, our primary markets are San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Then um, we do a little bit of stuff in Dallas. Awesome. Um, but those are two main markets. Awesome. Yeah. But we'll put that, uh, your link to your uh, Instagram in our show notes, but, uh, awesome. and anytime you're in, in Houston, uh, yeah, we make it up there. Yeah. Well, Come in yes. and say hi. Yeah. So. Absolutely. We just did, we just did two, uh, two flips out there. And so I wish I, wish I met y'all sooner. Cause those were, those were a little bit intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, happy to help you on any of those. And if you, love if it. you got any wholesale deals, please pass them our way. We'd love to take a look at them as well. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We will definitely do that. No, it was so great. And I, I love y'all's story as well. So thank you for doing this and, um, sharing y'all's journey and, and, and 
bringing on people here. It's been, it's been really cool. So really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Well, it was great to hear from you and we'll see you all next time, everyone. You've been listening to Inside the Wolf's Den, an entrepreneurial journey with Sean and Joni Wolfswinkle. Tons of entrepreneurial podcasts are out there talking. Talk, talk, talking. But Joni and Sean are living it every single day. Their portfolio now includes many franchises and medium-sized businesses. We talk about the trials and motivators of successfully running a business. Join us again soon for another podcast. But until then, reach out on the website at InsideTheWolfsDen.com, on Facebook at InsideTheWolfsDen, on Instagram at InsideTheWolfsDen. We'll see you again soon. This is InsideTheWolfsDen. We'll see you next time.